Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here, host of the show. Hope you've had a phenomenal weekend and looking forward to another highly productive week in sales and also in your sales leadership. Now, before we kick into this episode, the first one of the working week, today being Monday the 17th of May 2021, quick reminder that if you can do me a couple of favors. One, if you can please subscribe to the show on the platform that you are now listening to this podcast episode on. That will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and running, ready to be digested and listened to. And of course, the other favor, if you can please uh, do me the big favor of rating the show, whether it's a five-star, three-star, two-star, one-star, no-star. If you can write a comment in there as well about uh, the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated because it does help other people just like you who are looking for sales leadership information, inspiration, motivation, all that sort of stuff to more easily find the show. That's what we're all about, trying to get the message out to as many people as we possibly can to help the entire industry lift in terms of capability around sales and sales leadership to become exceptional sales leaders. So with that said, let's get on to the episode for today. Now, if you've been following me for a while or we're connected on LinkedIn, you'll notice that uh, quite often I like posting uh, quotes, quotes from famous people, quotes from not so famous people, and every now and then quotes from myself. And I find there's just so much wisdom caught up in, in the past, the history, famous people, not so famous people, political people, business people, sports people. There's so much we can draw upon from people's experiences but particularly from a lot of the quotes they put out. And there's this quote that I love, and I posted this on LinkedIn last night, actually, and it's a guy called William James, who was an American philosopher, historian, and a psychologist. And in fact, he was the first person to offer a psychology course in the United States. Now, he he died around 1910, so a lot of the quotes that you see on the internet are very, very old, but they have as much applicability today as when uh, people like William James uh, wrote them or more than in a lot of cases more than a hundred years ago. So the one I came across yesterday, which I posted on LinkedIn last night, was this one. It's about act as if, and this is the title of today's podcast episode: "Acting as if." And the quote goes like this: "Act as if what you do makes a difference. It does." A really, really simple quote, and on the surface, it looks really basic, but it's really profound, and it's a critical principle to embrace and implement as we seek to make progress not in our, not only in our business but also in our career. And especially for us as sales leaders, really, really critical in our sales leadership. Now, this is, I want to make this really clear. This is not about faking it until you make it. It is totally, totally different. It is acting as if. Now, I might have shared this story before in a previous episode of the podcast, but uh, at the risk of repeating myself, I think it bears sharing again. Because I learned this many, many years ago, and I utilized this principle to pretty much get the opportunity to become a sales leader, where for all intents and purposes, I hadn't had the experience. I certainly didn't have the credentials, but because I embraced this principle and I implemented this principle, I was given the opportunity where a lot of people looking from the outside in were probably thinking, well, there's probably other people more highly qualified or more experienced than me 
that perhaps should have been given the opportunity to get into the sales leadership gig at the time that I was given that opportunity. And it was a really, really powerful lesson I learned, which uh, has stayed with me uh, ever since. And I use, use this with clients and I share this with, with as many people as I possibly can because it simply works. Really, really simple to implement, but often the things that are simple to implement are also simple to not implement. So I wanna make sure that this message really resonates and uh, take this for what it's worth. If you act as if, you'll be in a much better position to actually get the, the next gig you're looking for, the sale you're looking for, the influence you're looking to get, rather than faking it until you make it. And that's just not the philosophy we're all about here on the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. So a bit of a story. So uh, back many, many years ago, when I was in an individual contributor role, sales executive looking after some big accounts, I had the ambition to want to be a sales leader. Now, I had never been a sales leader, never had any uh, experience being a sales leader, but it looked like it was a really cool job and a really cool gig. Now, it's not because I saw them playing golf, wearing uh, nice clothes, driving flash cars and getting lots of money because as I very quickly found out, getting into a sales leadership role didn't necessarily equate to more money. In fact, in a lot of cases, sales leaders end up making less than their individual contributors just because of the accumulation of, I guess, the team targets and team performance, but that's not why I got into it. But I did make a decision about two years before I was given the opportunity to become a sales leader to become a sales leader. And one of the things that I was lucky enough to have at the time was a really good mentor who ended up becoming a member of my team when I moved into a sales leadership role. So this particular individual was my very first sales mentor and I'd been working with him side by side for a number of years and happened to find ourselves in the same team and I was then given the opportunity to become a sales leader and he was in that particular team. So it was a, um, it could have been a really interesting situation because I wouldn't have blamed him but thinking, oh my God, here's this young whippersnapper. I've t- taught him everything that I, that I know and therefore everything that he knows and now he's actually surpassing me and becoming a sales leader and, and what, what about me? But thankfully, and to his credit, he wasn't like that. He was actually looking at how he can uh, pass, pass things forward, pay it forward, teach, mentor, develop, and he was a fantastic mentor for me. And I got to say, he was also a great support for me when I actually started the sales leadership gig as well. So um, Ray, to you, thank you. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, um, I've got a lot to thank you for because you're one of, one of my very first and one of my best sales mentors, so I greatly appreciate it. Um, but one of the things he did teach me very early in the piece was this concept of acting as if. Now, we were talking about the fact that I'd love to get into a sales leadership role one day, and it was about two years, as I said before, I was given the opportunity. They were sitting down and having a conversation. He said, well, why don't you start thinking about what your philosophy would be around sales leadership. And I said, well, what do you mean? So I had no idea about sales leadership philosophies and leadership philosophies in general. I was so focused on an individual contributor role. I just wanted to make sure that I achieved and overachieved my sales target for that quarter, for that six months and for that year and doing the very best that I could for myself, but also for the team and therefore my customer base. But he started to think about it and he started to ex, uh, expand my thinking somewhat. He said, well, you've got to be thinking about your next role. So if you're looking at a sales leadership role, then why don't you start looking for what uh, what good sales lead models are, what are they doing really well, so you can start acting like they act. And it literally what he started to do is he started to change my thinking or at least challenge my thinking to start lifting myself beyond just the individual contributor role and all the things that go into being that individual contributor to now lifting my thinking up to be more of a leader in terms of even the role that I was doing, started to shift my thinking and change my thinking and challenge my thinking to elevate my approach. 
Now, what I started to do was I started to take a lot more closer notice to not only my immediate one-up sales manager, but other sales managers within the business, but also sales leaders outside of my, I guess, line of report. I started to do a lot more reading and I started to do a lot more research in terms of what leadership was all about, what makes leaders tick, what they focus on, what's important to them, what's not important to them. And so I started to, over a period of time, change the way I thought. Now, what was really interesting about this is that I was analyzing what my one-up manager was doing in certain situations and asking myself questions. And when Ray and I would sit down, we'd also be, uh, I guess, debriefing that and looking at it from multiple different perspectives. And what he was challenging me to do was to think about, okay, what would you do in that situation? Think of yourself as a sales leader with this particular situation. How would you approach it? And he really, really challenged me on this because what it, what I found was when I was thinking like a sales leader, when I was acting as if I was a sales leader, all of a sudden I had more information available to me. I asked different questions. And because I asked different questions, I started to get different responses and I got started to get different results. So all of a sudden, the conversation I was having with key stakeholders within the business as well as conversations with my key customers, it started to elevate the entire conversation and therefore the relationship that I had with these particular individuals and key stakeholders. What I also started to do is when I had one-on-one meetings with my one-up sales manager, I started to ask him different questions. I started to uh, ask him questions that would give me more of an insight in terms of how he processed information. Where were, his, where were his priorities? What did he think was important versus not important? How did he then engage with that particular customer in that particular way? Why did he run sales meetings the way that he ran, right? So I could start to understand his perspective and see things through his eyes. Now, this took a bit of time, but eventually I started to get better and better at acting as if I was a sales leader. Now, this wasn't a complete uh, identity change, but what I found was that I started to become a character. I started to take on the character of sales leader. Now, I didn't express this to anybody else, only to Ray, my mentor. And so what I was doing every single day is I was starting to be this character of sales leader, sales leader, sales leader, sales leader, which meant every email that I wrote, every phone call that I made, every meeting that I went to, I was starting to think more and more like a sales leader. Why? Because I started to observe people, what they were doing well, what they weren't doing well, how I could start to formulate my own sales philosophy that would enable me to prepare for the opportunity of being a sales leader when the opportunity presented itself. Now, I did this for a period of 18 months to two years. And when I was given the opportunity to step up and become a sales leader, it was through a contested uh, position. So a position was advertised and I was, uh, according to the feedback I was given, I was the unanimous choice. Now, the people I was up against and they've gone on to do uh, their own sales leadership, build their own sales leadership career. So everything's worked out beautifully. Uh, But according to the feedback, they were more qualified, they had more experience, they had MBAs, I didn't have any of that. And so when you look at it from the surface level, I didn't have the credentials nor the experience to warrant a promotion into the sales leadership gig. But here's what I did have. I had been acting as if I was a sales leader for two years prior to that opportunity, which meant that every conversation I had with everybody, whilst I wasn't saying, hey, I'm a sales leader, my thinking and therefore my behavior was almost like it was a fait accompli that I would become a sales leader. They were just waiting for the opportunity and the title to catch up. And so this is why it's such a really, really important principle. It is not faking it until you make it because I had to work my butt off to get the opportunity and it was a lot of trial and error, right? And I'm still trialing and I'm still making errors today. But this acting as if principle is such a critical element to our own leadership but also to success 
that it cannot be underestimated. So wherever you are right now in your leadership career, I'm gonna presuppose that first of all, there's another level of performance you can get to, but I'm also gonna presuppose that there is another level that you want to get to in terms of your ambition to get even uh, further up the, I guess, the hierarchy or more responsibility or whatever the case might be. So this is the key principle I want you to think about and take on and and really start uh, building a philosophy around. That is, whatever the next level you're aspiring to, it will take a different set of skill sets and probably a different level of thinking in order to be proficient and successful in that particular position. Now, whether it be more responsibility, a certain project or a new role, it will take a different level of thinking, which is different to the level of thinking you've got right now, which means we've got to start acting as if we're already in that role, which means you've got to find a role model. You've got to find somebody who you can actually model the behaviors off. Be very, very specific on the example that you're looking for. Be also very specific on the example that you want to set and rise to that example all of the time, not just every now and then, all of the time. So you, if you're an individual contributor right now and you're looking to get into a sales leadership role, but up until now there hasn't been any opportunities that have been presented to you, chances are it's because you're not ready. As John Wooden says, once the door of opportunity knocks and you're not prepared, it's actually too late to prepare. So you've got to prepare before the opportunity arises. So look for that role model. Act as if you're already in that particular role and do that every single day. And before long, you'll find that you'll be in that position and the title will naturally follow you. So act as if what you do is delivering value. Act as if what you do is helping others. Act as if what you do is lifting others. And act as if what you're doing is making a difference because it absolutely is and just watch what happens. So I hope that message resonates on this Monday, 17th of May, 2021. It's a really important principle that I think all of us as sales leaders in particular can grasp, not only for ourselves, but also for our team members as well. And anybody that you're mentoring, it's a key message to share with them as well. And as a reminder, before we wrap up this particular episode, if you are committed and want to take your sales leadership to the exceptional level in the next 90 days, then jump on my calendar. Let's have a conversation because I'd love to work with you one-on-one to help you do just that. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on a Zoom call, have a conversation about what the program looks like for you and get to work as early as this week. So I look forward to having that conversation with you and as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.